This WBEZ podcast is supported by Hacia, whose Executive Fellows Program provides Black and Latinx business owners with real-world tools and strategies needed to master fundamental management concepts related to company stability and growth. Registrants learn through one-on-one executive coaching sessions with subject matter experts in the areas of finance, business development, operations, and legal. More info at HACIAWorks.org. Good morning, TGIF. I'm Erin Allen, and this is The Rundown. Today marks one year since Russia invaded Ukraine. According to the United Nations, about 14 million Ukrainians have been displaced, and many of them are now living here in Chicago, including Olahas Ventana. She fled Ukraine at the beginning of the war with her teenage son, and she told WBEZ's daily talk show Reset that she's not sure if it's safer to stay in Chicago or return to her home country. I'm really lost, but uh, I just know that uh, at this moment right now, Uh, I need to do whatever I can to support myself, my son, and uh, to be strong and help my family and friends uh, in Ukraine. Svintarna says she still donates to soldiers in Ukraine. If you want to support Ukrainians, including those fighting overseas, there will be several events in Chicago this weekend. Tomorrow at 2, there's a rally at the Water Tower on Michigan Avenue and a march that will follow. A local organization called Neighbors for Environmental Justice is calling on Chicago leaders to tighten up enforcement of industrial pollution. They found that the city actually stops issuing tickets to companies for repeated pollution violations and charges are often dropped. My colleague Indy Kara is reporting that the findings are underscored by an investigation into the 2020 Hill Cold demolition in Little Village. It found that the city was negligent. Anthony Moser is with Neighbors for Environmental Justice. The people who live next to these facilities have already known that environmental enforcement was ineffective. The people who experienced that dust cloud as a result of that demolition don't need to be told that the city has not been doing its job. But we have now documented this, and it is time for the city to reckon with what has been documented. Advocates made multiple asks, including restoring the city Department of Environment. Experts have been talking about a mental health crisis among children in Illinois, and the Associated Press obtained a report on child behavioral health in the state, which examines the capacity and condition of Illinois' response to behavioral health in young people. The report also suggests how to help families understand mental illness, then make it easier for them to get required care. It even goes so far as to outline technological, practical, and legislative changes that will support coordination across the departments of human services, public health, and others. And Governor J.B. Pritzker is heeding these suggestions. He's going to outline an expansive plan to address it all today. The plan coordinates six separate state agencies in streamlining and easing access to treatment. So you know the iconic hip-hop group Salt and Pepper, right? Well, if you're a true fan, you know that one-third of the group, DJ Spinderella, grew up in public housing in New York. And she recently made a little career detour that has something to do with that here in Chicago. DJ Spinderella will be designing a new music room for the National Public Housing Museum. She was also on WBEZ's Reset, and she said she wants the museum's music room to feel similar to her childhood living room. Who I am today has to do with the soundtrack, and that was in public housing. 
um, the standard living room in the projects, there was always a TV going or music playing or somebody arguing or somebody playing cards. And I want to bring that to the table. The room is set to open in early 2024. And now for a few quick hits, starting with an update in the R. Kelly situation. That federal judge I mentioned yesterday in Chicago made his ruling. R. Kelly will serve one additional year in prison for his child pornography conviction. The Chicago Sun-Times is reporting that that would be tacked on top of the 30 years he's already serving. Right now, Kelly is 56, so he could be locked up until he's in his late 70s. And the Chicago Bulls are hoping that new talent can help turn some of their L's into some W's. The team signed Chicago native Patrick Beverly earlier this week. At age 34, with 10 years in the league, Beverly is a vet in basketball. He could help solidify the team since their guard, Lonzo Ball, is out for the season due to a knee injury. Beverly played most recently for the Lakers. And a couple shameless plugs. We've got a new podcast launching today at WBEZ. It's called When Magic Happens. The hosts are a multi-generational bunch of Black women talking about their experiences and those of others like them. Also, check out today's episode of our Nerdette podcast. I join the show host Greta Johnson and Jacoby Cochran from CityCast to talk about our favorite TV reboots and when to wash your bath towel. You can listen to both of those wherever you get your podcasts. And there's a lot of treacherous weather happening around the country, but we've managed to swerve most of it in Chicago. Here today is mostly cloudy with temperatures in the mid-20s. Over the weekend, still cloudy, but going up to the high 30s to low 40s. And that's it for now on The Rundown. This afternoon on the show, what happens when you don't have access to medical help in an emergency, basically because of where you stay? We'll hear a story about an organization called Ujima Medics, where folks spread life-saving first response knowledge for when city first responders aren't there in time to help. Our city has the worst relative to our size as a city ambulance response time in the nation. Ours is 20 to 30. We know that there are cases where folks take 40 minutes to get there. That's today at 2 on The Rundown. I'm Erin Allen. I'll talk to you later.